Welcome to the Crypto with Cash Cast episode number 16. There is two of us in this uh, podcast. I am Duncan Morland. I am your host. Um, and I'm joined by Kashaya Bassi. Hello, Cash. Hey, how are you doing? You're right. I'm okay. Uh, for people that don't know, Cash runs a fortnightly um, cryptocurrency newsletter um, called Crypto with Cash. I forgot what it was called then, even though it's obvious. <laughs> Uh, where you recommend uh, cryptocurrencies. You've built a portfolio for people. We've got a community. Um, you do general updates on the markets. And we're moving into doing some stuff on sort of investing in riskier cryptos and some other interesting stuff as well, I think. Um, how are you doing, Cash? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. I'm, I'm doing all right. You're, um, not, you're not in your usual uh, room. What's going on? Yeah, I'm actually in Thailand at the moment. I've been here for uh, maybe a little over a week now. Yeah. Uh, I was in Bangkok for a while, and now I'm just you know, island hopping. Are you uh, living the, the nomad dream? Is this the new... Yeah, somewhat. somewhat. It, it's yeah. been good. So how long are you going to be there for, do you think, or, or is it indefinite? Um, I think I'm going to stay here for another week or two. Um, due to COVID, you can only stay for 30 days anyway. Right. Try to stay as much as I can. Yeah. Um, when I got here, I had to quarantine, so that was. Uh, I only had to quarantine for a day, though, which isn't too bad. But I've been trying to make the most of my time out here. Yeah, and we're going to talk a bit about that. So we got three things on our agenda today. Um, we're going to talk about cryptocurrency in Thailand. Your experiences of, you know, do people care over there about cryptocurrency? That kind of thing. Um, we're going to talk about an NFT launch. Uh, is it Moonbird? Yeah. Yeah. And then just talk about the general market kind of uh, action. So Thailand and cryptocurrency. Um, is everybody just using Bitcoin over there and like full crypto natives now? Or is there still a way to go? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, interestingly, the hotel I was staying at was really close to uh, like one of the tallest buildings here. And right at the top, the first thing I noticed is that they have an advert for one of the cryptocurrency exchanges here called BitHub. Right. And then as I've stayed here, I've seen that advert popping up absolutely everywhere. <laughs> it's on every billboard, every single like 7-Eleven that you go into, which is like the Tesco over here. There's an advert of that same crypto exchange. It's on every bus, every train station. Um, it's absolutely everywhere. Um, interestingly, I even saw an advert for Axie Infinity, which is the NFT game that yeah. um, really became became really popular. And a lot of these um, people from these, you know, uh, Asian countries were actually using it as a form of income. Um, so it's really interesting to see. And yeah, the people here seem to be interested in crypto. Um, I mean, you know, hence hence the adverts everywhere. Um, so is is bit? Would you say BitHub? It's called Bit Bitcub. Bitcub, okay, and that's I guess like Coinbase or Binance over here. Yeah, um, I, I think the advert that I saw said it's Thailand's biggest crypto exchange. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really really interesting to see. It's absolutely everywhere. It's difficult to miss. Yeah, and have you noticed anywhere that you can pay with cryptocurrencies or anything like that? I actually haven't. Um, so I don't think you can actually pay with cryptocurrencies, but. 
uh, you know, the, the exchange is advertised everywhere. I even yeah. saw adverts saying, oh, if you sign up, you, you can win up to a thousand USDT. Uh, right. which is <laughs> yeah. So there's lots of incentive. Maybe yeah. slightly going off track here, but how come you decided to go to Thailand? Like what, what, what interested you about the country? It doesn't have uh, to be crypto related. I think we've broadened it out a bit. To be honest, it was actually mainly due to COVID. It was one of the only countries that was accepting um, foreigners yeah uh, travelers and oh, like i was also thinking to go to indonesia and then vietnam cambodia um, all these sort of places but at the time uh, many of these countries had long quarantines whereas for thailand it was only a, a day yeah so i opted for this one i didn't want to waste most of my holiday um stuck up in in, in a sort of hotel yeah and what is it about the uh, those kind of countries that interest you? I'm uh, going into full full uh, interview mode now here. Cash. I mean, I've been to many countries in Europe, and for me, it always seemed like you know, maybe I sound biased, but to me, it always seemed like London was better than any of these other cities. They're nice, but sorry to any of our European listeners. <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like London has a bit of everything. But but then um, a few years back, I visited Hong Kong and I just realized it's a whole different world out there. Mm. And since then, I've been thinking to come back uh, to this part of the world. And I think there's just a lot. Um, Asia has a lot to offer. Um, I feel like Asia, again, it is also seem seemingly in the future as well in the sense of the economy, you know, um, China and many Asian countries seem to be on the rise, whereas a lot mm. of countries in the world seem to have plateaued or uh, are in decline. Of course, these are general statements, but that does seem to be the uh, yeah. Model. I mean, not. I mean, India's pretty been pretty hard on cryptocurrency regulation recently, isn't it? So maybe that's the outlier. But yeah, um, yeah. I remember when I was young. I went to Thailand when I was younger, and I, it was one of the places i've been to where like the culture was just so different and that's where i really enjoyed going there because it was just such a different experience to going to other like western places um like even the languages and stuff just so um so different like how internet yeah. like different intonations of things can like completely alter us not that i can speak any thai but <laughs> yeah but yeah i remember somebody trying to explain 100%. 100%. yeah so do you think in the future you'll be doing a full a full tour yeah i definitely would like to 100 percent. yeah i remember you I, i'm i'm gonna ignore our chat our point but i remember you saying that you're interested in that kind of lifestyle of like working and traveling kind of thing yeah i think i think um you know a lot of people are coming to this sort of realization that you don't have to nowadays with technology you don't have to spend all your time in an office mm. or you can you can essentially work from anywhere as long as you have a laptop and an internet connection mm. uh, instead of you know finishing work and commuting home on you know london's public transport you can just you know close your laptop and go on the beach so yeah of thing. that's the sort of thing that's possible now yeah i guess we're both sort of uh writers essentially aren't we like we our job involves sitting at a laptop and you can do that in uh, places nicer than a office <laughs> in yeah. central London. Yeah. Uh, no matter how nice that office is. Um. So, yeah. Have you got any 
experiences of Thailand over the last sort of how many days you've been there? Have you got any things that have st stood out yeah. to you, things you've done? So I'd say, um, yeah, I went, uh, I get tuk-tuks everywhere. Uh, yeah, I remember, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can avoid traffic. They, they they don't stop at red lights or anything like that. They, they maneuver through um, <laughs> any sort of obstacle. Yeah. Um, it's, it's good fun. Um, I feel like money money goes further around here as well, of course. I've got, you know, the British farm is quite um, valuable to uh, com com compared to the Thai bar. So um, you can get by quite cheap. And if you're not really into, you, I mean, you can get a really decent hotel, four or five stars for maybe 30, 40 pounds a night. Mm. Um, and it comes with everything included. So, so yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I do like it. Um, I might go scuba diving with sharks later. Nice, the brave. Later. Maybe that's maybe it's maybe riding a tuk tuk is more risky than that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I did see a sea snake while I was out uh, on the pier. Yeah, it was absolutely huge and really. Uh, it just came to the surface, grabbed something. I don't know what it was. It was just so fast, and it just dragged it back down. Um, but it was absolutely huge. Yeah. That would make me not want to get in the water at all. Apparently, <laughs> they're really venomous here, and um, I saw a bunch of jellyfish as well. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Yeah, still don't want to get in the water. <laughs> um, so, not totally crypto related, but I enjoyed hearing your about your Thailand adventures. Um, number two on our talking points is I think you said it's called Moonbird. Yeah, an NFT, and you mentioned that it made a lot of money. Can you? What is this? NFT project. Yeah, so Moonbird, um, I'm actually going to be talking about it in our next uh, article, and it's essentially a project which um, it's a profile picture project in the sense that you have these 10,000 different variations of um, owls. They right. are pixelated owls. You can use them as your profile picture to, you know, you you become part of the community by having that as your profile picture. And it was launched on Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, and it's and it generated something around three hundred million dollars in wow. two days. Um, it's, or, it's already become a top ten project. And it's only been out a couple of days, which is what, why why is it taken off like that? Is it marketing or the, like the people behind uh, it well known or people behind it are quite well connected? They've been in the space for for years, and when we're talking about you know hundreds of million dollars in a matter of days. I think there's a lot of VC interest in this project as well. It's not just retail money. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's been doing very well. The cheapest one now uh, is selling for $64,000. It's absolutely insane. And these are profile pictures. So I know that, like, tw I'd read that Twitter had, like, uh, tried to use NFTs as profile pictures. But, like, is there – so are people buying these – nfts specifically profile pictures like for a future where so where that matters on some social media sites or something like yeah. that so, so right now what they're doing is putting it as their profile picture and you know a, a community gets formed around these nft projects and uh, what happens is now that you can actually verify your nft uh, on twitter you know, you can prove that you own this sort of expensive NFT. It's also, mm. in a way, a sort of like social uh, status sort of thing. So it's not just a JPEG. How does that look on Twitter? Does it kind of just... It looks exactly like any other picture. 
Right, okay. <laughs> Except the outline is like a hexagon. Right, okay. But, I mean, people pay for, we talked about, you know, things like that in video games and, you know, video uh, like video game ecosystems like Fortnite, which is absolutely like a billion-dollar kind yeah. of video game that basically every young person plays. I'm yeah. really generalizing there and old person. Um those things make a lot more sense in that context, I think. And as soon as you get a social media, I think maybe if you get a social media site that is that is in, uses these things from the ground up, you know, that's, I mean, it's it's interesting, like Twitter kind of uh, putting it in. But, yeah, I mean, I, I still find it confusing. If you've grown up um, playing video games and having to pay for, I don't know, cosmetic changes to your character at different mm. hats, uh, maybe a Patagonia hat or like you're wearing yeah. or like a different colored hoodie or like a special sort of gun. Uh, yeah. You know, NFTs, I think, are going to be e uh, an easier sort of concept to grasp. And uh, there's a lot of discussions around how in the future, maybe if you buy these, it will be an NFT and you won't even know it's an NFT. You know? I think that's the thing, you know, we talked before about, I think it's called Top Shot. It's like NBA kind of, highlight reel um clips that the nba was selling like uh, the the national basketball association in the states was selling like um you know limited numbers of these highlight clips that you could own yeah. and no and when i looked at it it was nft it's based on nfts and the blockchain technology i think and when i looked at it, it that wasn't mentioned on the website because it was targeting like yeah. Yeah, like NBA fans, and they don't really need to know that. They just need to know there's 10 of these. You know, it's the, a, a clip of your favorite, yep. one of your favorite sporting moments, and you can own it. And, you know, it's a digital ownership that doesn't make sense to some people, makes a little bit sense to others, makes a lot of sense to to other people, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I do agree with that. Um, did you get a, uh, a an owl? No, I didn't. A moonbird. No. I think I think at current prices, it's it's way above where I don't know. It, it's it's a difficult one, but no, I didn't. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe we can all chip in and get one. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, shall we talk about uh, general cryptocurrency market action? Like yeah. what's what's been happening? And because we didn't, the last podcast we did was about two weeks ago. So apologies um, to anyone that was waiting on the, the edge of their seat for the next one. So what's been happening in the last couple of weeks? Yeah, so actually Bitcoin was doing quite well and it was dragging the market up with it. Uh, it went from, I think it was in the 30s, all the way up to 42,000. Um, and now it's fallen back down to around 41,000. So just below where it was, um, you know, it was at 47 at one point, wasn't it? I don't think it got that high this this recently. Right, okay. Maybe back in the end of March. Yeah, so, sorry, yeah, the end of March, it was at around 47, and then it fell back down, and then it went back up to around 42. Um, you know, with the inflation uh, data that came out of the US, a lot of investors started panicking um, mm. and started selling their you know assets to... You know, in a, in, because they were probably expecting that everyone else was going to do the same. Mm. Uh, so, 
yeah, my my energy bills have gone up a lot, and and yeah, so it seems like everybody's has. It's yeah, not it's nice. Uh, and the I mean, person living yeah. is increasing, and people are, have less money to invest in you know speculative assets in this new sort of industry, mm. uh, which, which does tend to be you know higher risk than say uh, bonds or you know gold or that sort of thing. Yeah, what they'd say is like a risk off uh market i guess you know and we talked about it before when there's like higher risk i guess in people's personal lives or the world in general it seems like people are less likely to take riskier actions in the market and i guess vice versa yeah. um yeah see i wonder if the, it does seem like prices have been relatively stable around this sort of forty thousand dollar price for bitcoin i know it's bouncing up and down but like yeah you know that's kind of normal for crypto do you think it's there's a around a level that we have um, you know outlined in previous uh, articles you know the forty one thousand six hundred level mm. is traded through that maybe more than 10 times now yeah and yeah, the time of writing was just below it and just before we started recording it was just above it you know yeah and like we talked about last time we talked actually i think like we're just waiting for that the next narrative and maybe the next inflow of investors, you know, maybe that's what it needs, like something that brings in new investors to the space. Cause I think that's what happened last year. You know, a lot of people came in, prices went up and maybe you just need that. You know, what is going to bring people that weren't interested in crypto into the space again and, and broaden, broaden the market share, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, so currently a bit boring, but... Um, yeah, I mean, people seem to be waiting for like a catalyst, as you mentioned. Uh, a potential catalyst could be the Ethereum merge, which has been delayed many times. Uh, it was expected to go ahead in June of this year, and yet um, an Ethereum developer tweeted that it's been delayed for another few months again. It's mm. now set to go, you know, sometime... Uh, in Q3, maybe Q4, uh, that could serve as the catalyst that we need to, you know, reignite some interest in the markets. But, you know, crypto is following the, you know, the global, the wider global markets at the moment. Stock market has, you know, been trading, has been in decline. You know, Netflix today is trading down 38%. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, you mentioned that, you mentioned in the community chat that they'd, they had predicted like, 2.5 million user growth but delivered like yeah minus 200,000 like the market now is i think actually interestingly it went down and then a lot of people started buying up netflix again yeah <laughs> but yeah overall the general market so the global markets are down um, we'll have to see what happens I've got, I'm going to throw in an extra question that I just thought of. Uh, do you have any thoughts on Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter? That's a good question. I mean, uh, a lot of people believe that if Elon Musk was to buy Twitter, then freedom of speech would return. Um, you know, Only if it fit what he uh, agrees with, I guess. Exactly. But <laughs> who, become, who then becomes the arbiter of truth? Um, yeah. like naturally there will be a lot of people trying to exploit that sort of narrative and 
if that was allowed, then the policy would definitely get exploited. Has he been has he been ex- explicit about any changes he would make to the platform or anything like that? Uh, no, he did mention that he wants to turn uh, Twitter HQ into like a homeless shelter, but I think he later deleted the tweet. Okay. Uh, so, but he, yeah, but he he like said he didn't want to join the board, and then he made some kind of offer. And yeah, I don't know if it will if if it will go through. Um, a lot of people are saying it's highly unlikely, but we'll just have to wait and see. I think one thing we we've learned over time is never to underestimate Elon Musk. Yeah, and it would what's have him. Sorry, sorry, I talked over you. Then what did you say? Sorry, I was just going to say what's interesting is that when the news came out, um, Dogecoin started rallying because people started saying, "Oh, he's going to integrate <laughs> Dogecoin into into the platform even more." Um, Before he's even bought Twitter, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's, I mean, it would have imp- implications for cryptocurrency. I think Jack is it Jack Dorsey who was the. CEO of Twitter, who's, who's now left, he he was very keen on cryptocurrency, wasn't he? And I guess they've, you know, we talked about those NFT profiles. Um, yeah. I think so, what's interesting to know about Jack Dorsey, though, I think he is somewhat of a Bitcoin maximalist in the sense that he only likes Bitcoin. Mm. The Ethereum NFT uh, integration later came after he left. Right. I think okay. uh, thing to know. And he's he's just been... All he seems to care about is Bitcoin and none of these other sort of currencies. Do you, a bit of a random question, but do because there's layers, layer second, sorry, layer twos being built on Bitcoin as well. Yeah. Um, presumably to give it more functionality. It, it, would it be possible for NFTs to be run on on the Bitcoin network? You know, via the layer two. In the so far future. Big- <laughs> Uh, Bitcoin maximalists like to uh, argue that it is possible, but I would say the vast majority of people say that it's not, um, you know, it's just not built for that sort of purpose. Mm. And, um, in a way, they are sort of forcing that sort of, you know, functionality on top of Bitcoin. It's just not made for that purpose. And they're just doing that to compete with Ethereum. And they're just not willing to accept that Ethereum is the better sort of blockchain for that Sort of or Mina in the future. <clears throat> um, I'm going to finish off with a another question about Thailand. You said you're going to be there for a couple more weeks. Maybe what is there anything you've got on your to do list that you you want to do, or more of the same, or anything? You? Um, I want to explore more of the the city for sure. I, I, today I found out you can hire hire a bike for around four pounds a day, which is, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, I definitely want to do that. Go scuba diving with sharks, um, maybe next week. Scuba diving is probably the best thing I've ever done. I've done in you, you've done it, bef- you've done it before, have you? Yeah, I've done it a few times now, um, and I think it's definitely one of the best uh, sort of activities you can do on holiday if you haven't done so already. Definitely give it a go, um, and yeah, just see what you can, what I can find out here. Mm. I remember going to like quite a few Buddhist temples actually, um, just looking around. Like they, those are kind of amazing. I, yeah, stuff like that that you just I'm not going to find in Devon. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, those things have definitely stuck with me. Yeah, for sure. I've already visited a lot of these temples, and they're beautiful. Um, yeah. And the people, like the people were so 
a uh, little anecdotal story, but I got off the bus in a random place in Thailand and it was really late at night and it wasn't like a tourist spot and I was, wasn't in the area that I, you know, there was nowhere to sort of like rent a room to sleep, sleep in or whatever. And a guy who was uh, running a market stall outside his house, like I was asking him for directions and he realized that I, you know, I was in the wrong place and he like, he just told me to hold on and he went and like shut up his stall, got his moped out and then like drove me to to this place where I could get a room to rent. And halfway along the route, his moped ran out of petrol. And he just left me with his moped while he ran away. For like, and he was there, gone for like 10 minutes, came back with like a little jerry can full of petrol, filled it up, took me to this, uh, took me all the way to this place. And then I was like trying to give him some money to say thank you, you know, because he just driven me, the, uh, you know, half an hour or whatever and, and paid for petrol and he just wouldn't take any money. And then like, yeah, just, I'm, it's probably hit and miss who you meet wherever you go, but my, I generally had really positive experiences. I mean, one thing I've noticed as well is that people, um, they leave their helmets and phones on their motorbikes when they go to shop and stuff. Right, okay. So I've seen something like that as well. Yeah, so like, trusting. Yeah. Yeah, trust. Yeah, there is a, yeah, I guess it depends where you go in any city, doesn't it? There's rough places and kind of. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. So that's an observation I've seen, uh, I've made as well. Yeah, well, if we do another podcast next week, which we should do, because uh, I will try and be organised to get it arranged, um, then we'll, I'll ask you for some more stories about Thailand. But thank you for your time today, Cash, because because it, it is uh, like half, half past midnight with you, isn't it? That's all right. I'm always up at this time anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's dinner time in uh, in the UK. Um, yeah, thank you for your time. Thank you for everyone listening. If you enjoyed this, uh, we appreciate. If you drop us a like, subscribe if you want more. You can send us uh, comments or emails or whatever, and we talk about whatever topics you like. Um, if you're interested in joining the Crypto with Cash community, there'll be a link underneath the podcast. Um, we're always looking for new members. Um, there's probably some magical deal on right now that I, I don't know about, but yeah. Um, okay, and we'll call it a day there. Thank you, Cash. Awesome. Thank you. Take care. Okay, bye.